Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Come on, What's up? Welcome to Tuesday Show Morning Studio. Morning. All right, here we go. Around the room. Let's check in with everybody. Smoking Chicken is his side hustle, and lately he's been trying to build a lot more muscle. Here he is. Producer. <laughs> Guys, I have a friend that cuts hair, and she said there's a trend going on because in the last two weeks, I've had 15 male customers come in and do this. It's so bizarre. Like shave a bald spot in their head. No. No. She says they're coming in to keep their hair gray or maybe even add to the gray so that they can get more respect at work. Women do that. They've been doing the gray hair dye, and I don't understand it. Why do you dare dye your hair gray? But it's Wait. not for respect. This one's crazy. That I guess they go to work, and they're like, no one's listening to me, so if I have gray I hair. promotion. <laughs> so they want to appear more, more like, like the... Mature, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Wiser. That's legit. Lunchbox comes up with gray hair. He shows up. <laughs> Completely Full great. Anderson Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Like, but you know what? I do have a brother-in-law who has gray hair, and he's our age, but we do treat him with a little more respect. Just because he has gray hair, he feels he's old, like he's older. They seem older and wiser. Yeah, I, I don't dye my hair or anything. I, not that I wouldn't. I just don't have to. My luckily, I still have my hair, and it's not gray until it gets to my sideburns. Now I will shave it off because I don't like it. Because I don't like the mismatch more than I don't like the gray. Sure. You guys know me. I like everything to be consistent in life, in color, all my everything. OCD. Me, some would say that. Some would say <laughs> just uh, dedicated. Right, right. But if it got to the point where it was like 65% gray, I would just probably make it all gray. Not because of maturity, because I just can't stand things being patchy. Yeah, interesting. But I didn't know guys were doing that. Yeah, oh, man. man, we should do a spin the wheel, loser goes all gray. But that, the, uh, so for a guy, oh just God. you know, to take I, your hair to a gray process, you got to go blonde be, first. 
yeah, that's that's quite the ordeal for for y'all. Yeah, I have black hair, dude. I don't know if I no, can. No, you don't even have hair. That'd be unfair. No, that's he true. barely has hair. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. Maybe like gray wig. Moving on. He won't buy a new car because he wants to use the money to gamble in Vegas. And on the show, he says he's the most famous. It's lunchbox. Yes, yes, yes. Well, guys, I've decided that since uh, we are all decorating our desks, I mean, Bobby has been doing this, and now Eddie wants to be like Bobby, so he's decorating his desk right here in front of him. Has this nasty cleat and some gloves. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, uh, so, no, no. So, guys, uh, don't worry. Uh, I now. No. Now. No. My old soccer cleat no. will be on display. Okay, okay we're not. Well, this Bobby, no, 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 no. You got to take yours down, well, too. Why is he really in my desk? But, but no, I didn't no. even notice that. It doesn't yeah, even yeah, make yeah. sense why you... The reason that I have stuff on my desk is ornamental, even. Yeah, mine too. I no. won the soccer championship five seasons <laughs> Ray, ago. First wearing- of all, this is your belt, Ray. You're the champion. So you should yeah! get your belt. Yeah. We have Sonic as a sponsor, uh, so we have that up here. Yeah, yeah. And then guess, but you're, it's a great point. Eddie? Man, these are collectibles I took from these schools. But then take yeah. collected at home. Yeah, look at mine. Show mine, that, man. That cleat smells, dude. Dude, look at that. That is. We, we can't let this be a thing. We won no, the championship. This is why MySpace oh, crashed because everybody was making their pages, all their <laughs> putting too much crap on it, viruses. So we're just gonna stop. Eddie, lunchbox, lunchbox, you you won this one. I'm gonna be fine. This I'm is, tired of lunchbox ruining hey, our thing. Hilarious. It, honestly, though, I'm gonna if, put a point on the board for lunchbox because he <laughs> took your stuff down just now. <laughs> what yes, an idiot. It, I'm glad it was handled this way because it's. Funnier, but I was about I was minutes away from saying something at Eddie, some point. Yeah, that's not, yeah, Eddie, yours doesn't even make sense. What do you yeah, mean, man, I got this one from UCF, and then this one from South Carolina. Well, that's weird because when you put it up there, you said you got it from Vanderbilt. So which one did you get it from? Dang it, that's a Vanderbilt one. See, <laughs> you don't even know. Okay. You don't even care. Point lunchbox. Uh, no, we can't do. Uh, can't do that. But it can stay here all show though, right? This show, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You okay. know what? The rest of the week, it can stay there. Yeah. yeah. All right, then. Ed, but Eddie's cannot. Eddie's yours what? goes away. Yeah. Yeah, so no, dumb. no Eddie, but Lunchbox keeps his. Right. Okay, thank you. Uh, her driving sometimes can be a little reckless, and she is from Austin, Texas. Here's Amy. Reckless according to just you guys. Yeah, of course. So I have one child in particular that has been grounded, and I noticed that uh, extracurricular activities or sign-ups for things increase during That's funny. the time. And I thought, huh. Either this is just happening all at the same time, or it's legitimately a way to get out and see friends and stuff. Because if you sign up for all these extra things, like suddenly now mm-hmm. we want to, we're, we're for sure, we go to youth group on Wednesday nights normally, but now there's like a singing group that meets <laughs> on, on Saturday for five hours with friends. Wait, that's not the, real. That's, no, it is real. That's funny. Amy. Like sometimes if I do something stupid and I know that I'm going to have to go have an uncomfortable conversation, I said something on the air, I did something and I go home, I'll just clean the house instead of having to go, I'll just go do other stuff. I get that. Because I know I'm going to, so mm-hmm. it's like now yeah. she's grounded, so she's going to do other stuff. A, like, we, we've joined a leadership club. Nice. Another five hour one? Yeah. I call Amy's daughter, hey, what's that leadership club? I'm going to get in trouble. Uh, I need to come. The, the leadership club's headed to Dollywood, actually. So oh, stuff wow. like that. I'm like, okay, smart. That's that's hilarious. Are you allowing that though? So if it's good, she can go do it. Like if it's something that she can learn, benefit from. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Got it. Okay, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he likes the Fantasy Factory show, and we learned the host of it makes a lot of dough. Bobby Bones. Thank Woo. you. I want to play you guys a new song. I don't want to tell you who it's by. Royal Family. Looking back. So the song's basically like you have stepbrothers and half brothers and. People that come into your life. Yeah. The disversion of a family. It's called Royal Family. So, what's up? I know who it is. Yeah, I know. Fallout Boy. The the game wasn't played who it was. 
Oh. Is it Fall Out Boy? It's not. It's if we like the song or not. Oh. Yeah, it was just what he felt about the song. Well, I mean, I am interested in the story. Uh, to me, sometimes that's how a song gets me, is if I they've hooked me with some sort of storyline and I, I want to hear the rest. Yes. Well, you can do that in your own time. Yeah, and also, <laughs> most songs you hear, you don't hear their story. You just get to hear the song. Like, do you change it? Do you feel like that's a legit song just by hearing that? Yeah, it seemed fun like to me. Like written from the heart? No, just like a song. Just like, like it's song a good song, Amy. Let's fine. Okay. That's a, I'll tell the answer. I like it. I like the guy's voice. I just kind of want to unique. see if anybody would go like, no, that's not, that's not legit. Nah, that, I like it. Okay. So, that guy is the lead singer. Do you remember the song 1985? So, that's Bowling Pursuit's lead singer, Jarrett Reddick. And I saw it on uh, TikTok. He was singing it. So, he went solo? I think they still play. I think he just did the song. Oh, okay. He lives in Texas. He's like yeah. a Texas. But yes, yes or no? Should I put it on the national countdown? Oh, Absolutely. Fun, yeah. People won't think it's like, oh, look at. No. Okay. It's, if I mean, they do, I screw like them. the song too because I have that experience of having fam- like a stepdad that came in. and So we're all good. Yeah. yeah. We give it a acceptable. Absolutely. Acceptable. I like his voice, man. It's very unique. And he kind of sings the way he used to with Bowling for Soup. Well, that's his voice, Eddie. That's called. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's going to change that's the voice. voice yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Okay, his name is Jarrett Reddick. Um, and it's called Royal Family. All right, Mike, let's put it on the countdown. You got it. All right, there we go. Thank you guys for this experiment. Yeah, thank you for letting us be a part of it. Yeah, that was You fun. know what? You're welcome. <laughs> that was cool. Do you want to play the whole song? Can we play the whole song? Yes, I, yes I would like the story. Well, yeah, I know, but sometimes Scoob is like, you can't play it. We don't have the right. Oh, I got this from his. We're good. You got it, what? From his manager, so we're going to play it. Oh, they already know we're doing it? Well, I had to ask him for the song. Oh, I thought you were going to take it off of like TikTok. Is it not on streaming? You can't. That's illegal. I can't get you in trouble. But you could. Nah, but I'm not. That'd be a good that. prank. Yeah, I'm not what doing is? that. What is? you in trouble and be like, oh, I got you. Oh, no. Because no, well, then I get in trouble. I'm not doing well, that. I mean, I'm sure all Scuba did was ask for the song. They don't, I didn't know tell him we're going to play it. Played. I didn't give him promise. I just said, hey, man, I need, I need the official version of the song. Can you get it to me, please? He's like, yeah, man, no problem. Hmm. I didn't tell him we're going to play it and say anything. I just said, I need the song, please. Yeah. Scuba, next time, just say you get it off spot. Well, then the quality's going to suck. I need the good quality, too. No, no, no. Scuba, just lie to yeah, Bobby just and say you got it from somewhere. Just lie. Oh, yeah, I got it from TikTok. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> Time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. Our first kid just turned one. And there are a few things my wife and I disagree on. I don't think everything has to be done right away, and there are some experiences that are a complete waste of time, money, and energy. The current prime example is the $3,000 she wants to spend traveling to Florida, taking him to Disney. She wants the cute pictures with the characters and all that, but it's not like he's going to remember it. I think we should wait until he's a bit older so we can experience and react together. She says, I'm cheap, no fun, short-sighted. All of that when it comes to the little things. I just don't see the point if the boy isn't going to remember any of it. What do you think? Sign, Dreadful Disney Dad. Amy. Well, I mean, I personally wouldn't do something like that, but I guess it's not for the child. It's oh, for Oh, good perspective. Her. Okay. It still it's, feels ridiculous, but I agree. It feels ridiculous, <laughs> yes, but this yes. is clearly something she wants to do and a memory she wants to have. And then later, y'all can make the memory there with the son. So that's that's really what it boils down to, which to, to which I would probably counter if I was in this relationship. Like... Do you really need this? Can we like Photoshop the baby in? AI. And then take the baby. <laughs> Good point. Just tell the baby you went. <laughs> they don't know. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, honestly, lugging a, I shouldn't say lugging, carrying your precious child. <laughs> Pushing, stroller, whatever. <laughs> around Disney when they're 
not going to even remember seems a little exhausting to me. I think you made a good point. I'm not saying it's the right point, but I do think that you made a good point from the perspective of, I think this is about her more than it is him. So I want to hold on to that before I get extremely judgmental. About $3,000 for somebody's not going to remember. Exactly. But I'm not going to go first. I'm going to go to Lunchbox who has young children. Lunchbox, go ahead. No chance you take that kid to Disney. You want to know what a one-year-old is going to do at Disney? Wah! Wah! When? They're going to be scared of the characters because when you see one in person at that young, you freak out. You see a mascot at a sporting event, they freak out. Also, the kid is going to be so worn out, you have to hold him, carry him. They're going to fall asleep. It's a waste of $3,000. We have talked about going to Disney with my family, my brother and my sister, and I'm like, nope, can't go. The kids aren't old enough yet. They won't remember it. And we've all agreed we're going to wait till like they're seven or eight, then we can go so they remember 17, it. then they go. <laughs> so dumb. But don't, you don't go. You don't have a desire to just get photos with your little children at Disney? No. <laughs> I don't and, care. Oh. You could buy a mask costume yourself and wear it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you can go to the Las Vegas yeah. Strip and get it for yeah. cheaper. Yeah, they're, they're dirty there. Wherever you are, Las yeah. Vegas or New York, just yeah. go to the street. <laughs> Eddie, what do you think? You got kids. I waited till my son was 13 years old to go. There's no chance. Like, I'm, and, and Amy's exactly right. Pushing that baby around. Dude, oh. I, we averaged, when we went, what, two years ago, we averaged 30,000 steps a day Dang. trying to get around that park. It's a, it's a mean, nightmare. Don't do it yet. I just want to say this. Please remember Amy's first point. <laughs> Because her visceral reaction was, oh, this is about... The-. So, you have to weigh the $3,000, the, do you have it? Do, do you have the time? Do you have the... Oh, if it- you don't have that, it's a no-brainer. Right. You're not going. But, please just weigh that thought of, it's mm-hmm. for her, not him, the kid. Well, get a babysitter. I agree. No, but I think she, it's about her with the kid. Wow. But I agree, there's no chance I would go. <laughs> no chance. But just don't write it off completely and talk to her about it. But think through all the things, like, if you want to... admit it's for it, her, though, then it, no way. Yeah. If you want to get on a ride or something, the, the one-year-old can't do any of it. So one of oh, you is going to yes. have to wait in line and watch the other person go up. Well, the dad will wait because it's for the mom. Because the mom's like, I want to oh. go. <laughs> we got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. On the phone, Lisa and Natalie. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. What's going on? We are in Hot Springs. And yesterday we went to Mountain Pine. And took a picture at your sign with our Pimp and Joy shirts and our Bobby Waters. Oh, nice. And today we are. Today we're going to the um, Crater of Diamonds State Park to look for diamonds where Lunchbox and Abby went. So we wanted to ask Lunchbox if he had any advice for us. <laughs> yeah, I got some advice. Don't go. Yeah. Don't go. It's it's hard, laborious work. It is exhausting. You think it's all, you know, rainbows and sunshines. There's no shade. It's the sun is beating down on you. You've got to get down in the dirt. Oh, it's so hard. And if you find one, I'll be really mad. So don't go. Here's this story. This just in. Breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! Don't even say something. A seven-year-old girl on a birthday trip Stop to it. Crater of Diamond State Park in Arkansas found a big present. A 2.95 carat diamond. Oh. 2.95? Arkansas That's State amazing. Park said Aspen Brown, a paragold Arkansas, was visiting the park with her family to celebrate her birthday when she spotted the diamond in the park's north search area. Officials said the 2.95 carat diamond is about the size of a green pea with a golden brown color. It's the second largest found by a park visitor this year. The largest this year was 3.9 carat brown diamond found in March. That's from UPI. The park was mined by commercial diamond hunters before becoming a state park in 1972, where now anybody can go, and you just go, and it's all of this area, and you search for diamonds, and people find them. And so a seven-year-old found a diamond. Oh, I hate that girl. 
What? The, the, the seven-year-old. The phone, the phone oh, the seven-year-old. Oh, oh, the seven-year-old. Yeah. Like, how did she do that? She spotted it. No, no, you don't spot it. Like, it doesn't even Your look like a diamond. Your eyes must not be good. No, no, I, my eyes were all over that ground. I mean, I was sifting and... Were you at the looking North right Shore? At it, guys. It, it's a di- it looks like a diamond. It does? It's a little brown on the edges, because like, it's been in the dirt. But it's a diamond. What oh. is a brown... They, they both said brown diamond. It has kind of on the outside edges. It just looks dirty, but I'm sure that's part of okay. that diamond. But it oh. looks like a dirty crystal. Like a dirty, expensive crystal. That's crazy. So Lisa, Natalie, a seven-year-old found a diamond. We are hopeful that we are going to find a diamond because it's a little rainy down there today, I guess. Perfect. So we're expecting the, the rain soft. to wash up the diamond. Yes. yes. And the ground is soft. Right. I like the attitude. When Lunchbox, when he took a nap, let Man, Abby keep digging. Now, hold on. I was digging for hours. I'd been up all night, you know, because we had a terrible hotel room. Thanks to Scuba Steve, he put me in the... I don't even know where he tried to put me in a horror movie. And I mean, it was just a stressful event. And then the, I, I was just worn out. I needed a 30 minute, you know, boost. And you would tell them, don't go. Yeah, don't go, man. <laughs> Wait, Mainly because so- he's jealous if they find something. Because if they find something, they're never going to be allowed to call him. We're never going to talk to him again. We're going to hate him for the rest of our lives. Will you check back in with us after you guys go uh, and let us know if you found a diamond? <laughs> Yes, we will definitely call you back. Do you guys have the tools? Do you have the shovels? or You can get them there, too. You can, but there are experts that show up with car full of buckets and wagons and shovels and special tools. And I felt very unprepared when I saw these people. And I was like, dang, but they gave me a bucket and a little shovel. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I can find it if a seven-year-old... Seven-year-old just found it, like with her eyeball. Her spot and eyes. Mm-hmm. All right, good luck, guys. Thank you for calling the show. Hope you find... Hope you, you break it rich, you know? We will. Yeah, have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. About a month ago, Diana... She lived in Ohio. She considered having her dog's microchip registration deactivated because it had been almost 10 years since her dog, Abby, had gone missing. That's 10 years. 10 years. The dog's gone, right? I would think that after like two weeks, probably. Yeah. Like like something sad happened. The dog's gone. But she was in complete shock when she found a few weeks later after she had just had the conversation about deactivating the chip. that She got a call from a rescue going, hey, your dog's here. What? Dog? A police officer in Dayton had found Abby and turned her over to the shelter who discovered her microchip and then contacted Diana. Wow. So I don't think that the dog was like living a life on the run for 10 years. My assumption (laughs) would be that somebody had this dog and took care of it and then it escaped again and then they just did the microchip. It wasn't hitchhiking all over the country? I don't think it was homeward bound, bro. (laughs) I'm glad the dog is back home. I wonder if the dog's confused because probably had other great owners. For sure. And it's like, wait, I want to go back to them. So what you do, if I'm the judge, I put the old owners and the second owners. Which one the dog goes to? And they uh-huh. call, no. but you do best of five, though. Oh, I thought you knew the thing where you, like, cut, cut them the in dog half. in half. Everybody knows no, that no, story no. now. Maybe I've done that forever. Oh, uh, well, it's also... It's so old, Amy. That always weirds me out, Yeah, it's like, I'm going to cut the dog in half. You can have it. Whoever steps up and goes, no. <laughs> but they know my... As a judge, that's been put out there. Okay. Right. <laughs> but yeah, the dog is safe. Ten years later, you get your dog back. That is crazy. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us. 
ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you went and you won the lottery and you won at a gas station, would you go back and give any money to the person who gave you the ticket? Yes. How much am I winning? Well, I just just say... Because if it's like $50... No, it's going to be something significant. And I think I would if that person was actually involved in some sort of decision about the ticket. Oh, like if you're buying it and they're like, which one? You're like, I don't know, you pick. Or it's like, I don't know, give me a a number. Or it's... they, Mm. They are like... Oh, I actually printed this one out. I didn't mean to do that. You want- so if yeah. they're involved in it somehow, mm-hmm. I think I probably would be more prone to do that. Otherwise, I may not even remember who it was. Right. So, but there's a story, a guy in Kentucky who won $500,000 from oh, a scratch off. Oh my God. He won half a million dollars from a scratch off. So awesome. So he goes back to the place and gave a hundred bucks to the, all the workers that were there where he bought the ticket. That's cool. That's nice. That's not a lot of money. Absolutely. I agree. He definitely had to do nothing like this. Yeah. And some people are upset because like, only $100? Oh my God. He could have never gone back to that store ever. Ever. But he thought about, hey, what can I do? Went back, 
100, 100, 100, 100. But he won half a million bucks. It's pretty cool. So the question is, if you win the lottery, the person says, okay, I picked this one for you. It's a million dollars. You won a million dollars. What do you think you would go back and give them? Okay, so a million. I'm really taking home, what, 700,000? How much? Mm, 630. Thank you. I always appreciate your math on that. So 630. Ooh, okay, well, I'll just take home an even six. And I'm going to give that person $30,000. Wow. Why not? Wow. You just got free. That's like crazy free money. I hear you. I just, wow, it's very generous of you. It's a lot of money, Amy. Yeah. It's too much. Wow. Too much. 100 bucks. Come on. 100 bucks is good. It is good because you don't owe anybody anything. I don't owe him a dime. No, no, you don't have to like agree with. It. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I don't I'm owe him. He's not your enemy either. Yeah, no, I'm like, just saying. Like, I, all I did, all he did was hand me the ticket. I pointed at. Mm-hmm. No, no, but he, you were like, which one of these two? And he goes, oh, I don't know this one. Hundred bucks. Okay, good for you. you yeah, because that, that's that's probably enough to fill up a tank of gas and go to dinner. Eddie, one thousand dollars. It's good. I think one thousand is a good number. Oh, that's I mean, a good number. I just too. want a million. That's hey. probably what I would do too. About a thousand, maybe five thousand. Question: <laughs> Is there a certain amount once it's given to them? I don't want them to have to pay taxes. No, you have to pay tax on everything. You do? Isn't that a gift? Th- or you could just drop a not. bag on the ground and they find it. Well, or if I mean, listen, <laughs> they 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 don't. If we're give, if we want it, we pay taxes. We're right. giving them a gift, but there is a certain amount. I yes. think. What's yes. the amount? Um, I don't know. The twenty hundred bucks, something like that. Yeah, twenty five hundred or twenty five thousand. Well, no one's ever no, given me that. No, I don't think it's. I don't. Amy, know. let's try. Because it. if Give you me win, 30, Ray, when Babe won the slot machines, how yeah. much did she win? Uh, I mean, there's three different amounts. The biggest amount, three point two thousand. That's oh not million. Stop oh. saying that. <laughs> she won three thousand dollars. Did they show up and take taxes immediately? Yes. yes so yes, that, yes. that's that. That already is over the limit. Well, I made one point right. four, and they took taxes. There you go. No, I know that they're going to take taxes. Stop saying one point four, three point two, guys. <laughs> but, but we're giving it as a gift. They're not winning. Not it. thirty thousand. I don't think you can give thirty thousand. Right. Whatever the amount is, where they won't get taxed. So I think that it's like, let me guess here. It's probably around ten, twelve thousand dollars. Okay. Or so. Maybe fifty. I don't know the number, but if you just get a gift, you don't have to pay taxes on it. But there is a threshold where you do have to hit taxes. Okay. You're paying taxes on yours, Amy. I am. To, and yes. then I'm going to give them a gift and I'm going to make no, it. No, no, no. They got to pay taxes on your amount if you're giving them 30000 That's why I, I just took it back are. down. Oh, you are. So, so you're going to take it down to 15000 so I, I, then I don't they don't get as much anyway. I don't have to pay taxes on it. That would be crazy for me to gift them that and then they have to go pay taxes. But the taxes they're paying, even with that, is less. That is more than what you would have yeah. given them if you take it away. Okay. Dang, well, rude. Whatever. And, <laughs> and why, why did you say it? Why did you say under your breath you don't think I'd really do that? I don't think you'd go give 30000 Why? Why wouldn't I? I don't think you would either. I don't think you would. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's about you. I think 30000 is a lot. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and I know that someone working there that could completely change. I mean, that's great. I, okay, I'll give a million. Them. I give it all to them. No. That's not true. I, I wouldn't. say that. No, I know, but I'm just saying we can just say whatever we want. I just like, <laughs> you think that's what I was doing, just saying whatever No, I but I don't think, you know what, you would. At 30, that's just so much. I, I think just, you would too. I, oh my God! No, no, Bobby said I he would five thousand. Five. Yeah. I feel like that's a lot. That is a lot of well, money. Well, guess what? I actually believe you'd give more. Well, it's and funny. I believe you'll give yeah. less. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, a man oh, finds yeah. a one hundred thousand dollar Powerball ticket cleaning out his truck. Wow. A Virginia man said he was cleaning out his truck when he came across a Powerball ticket, hundred thousand bucks. Well, was it still good? Because those expire, right? He was cleaning out his truck. He found a few lottery tickets. He checked them. One of them was for the June 14th Powerball drawing. Won $100,000. He said, I scratched my head. I had to make sure. But yes, that is crazy. So it pays to clean out your cars, what are you telling me? UPI has that story. Okay, Amy, I take back. I shouldn't have said you wouldn't give it to them. You know what else would be a good thing to do is just to ask them, like, hey, 
What's something you like to do? So you give what them five percent of your entire winnings. Okay. Well, yeah, this is after. Yeah, I mean, is that is that five percent? Yeah, because if you get, if let's say you have six hundred thousand, let's just say like you said, mm-hmm. right, six hundred thousand. Um, so ten percent would be sixty, and if you're giving them thirty, that's five percent of your winnings. Well. And that is what it is. Good it's, for you. It's, it's more I than apologize. I had to begin you with. You see how quick okay, we did that? So here's the thing. Like, That's there's this woman at this gas station. No, it's basic. Nah, dude. Oh, you know what? I'm not even going to. Thank you. That's, that's amazing. You're genius. There's a gas station by my house. <laughs> and this woman that works there, like, she's, every time I'm in there, she's working so hard. And she is the nicest and kindest. A lot of times she works the overnight shift. Like, I just feel like that is something. All, take her some money today. You don't have to win. Yeah, it. you can okay. do that. Oh, now all of a sudden somebody is so generous. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you're really passionate about it. Yeah. We're talking $30,000. Give her 30 today. Hey, go okay, give her 500 yeah. Why not? Why not? Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Y'all were asking if they specifically participated in the reason why you won. Amy, don't be logical with us. Yeah. We're saying stupid stuff. Let us say stupid stuff, okay? <laughs> Apparently there's a month that people are most prone to infidelity. Whoa. Oh. What month good. would that be? And I have the answer. Oh, I got it. Based on divorce data, files. Uh, so go ahead. October. Why? Halloween. I knew he was going to uh, say that. Like people dress as hot people. Yeah, That's funny. Yeah. It's interesting. You got the like Goldilocks, hot Goldilocks. The yeah. Sexy nurse or yeah. naughty nurse, you know what I mean? And you see her and you're like, ooh. That's or Someone's dressed up as an M&M. They got a mask. You're like, oh, that's my wife. And it's like, you start making out. That's not her tongue. Oh, well, she's still. What? what? Yeah. What kind of. That's a weird scenario. Yeah, it is. Halloween parties. Who's this guy? <laughs> All right. Amy? I I don't know. January? Why? Because I, I feel like I've read that before of like. New Year's? At- Three, two, one. Oh, I'm making out the wrong person. <laughs> oh, New, New Year's resolution. New Why is this M&M New- at New Year's? I'm making out with them. New Year, New Year. Eddie? February. That's funny. New Year, New Year. I'd like to acknowledge that. That's funny. Yeah. February? February. You're at a Valentine's dinner and you're like Val- making out with an M&M and you're Valentine's like, Valentine's Day. You're like, ooh, my one for my wife and then one for my girlfriend. And then, boom, it's over. It's actually this month right now. What? September. Because towards the end of summer, kids are going back to school. Life is kind of getting crazy. So people- So make it crazier. <laughs> well, no, you got more free time because the kids are at school. So make it crazier. <laughs> yeah, so you can have them over. Yeah. Because the house is empty. Uh-huh. Right, right, and there's an M&M costume she can slide right in when she gets over there. <laughs> That's not my wife. That's not my wife. <laughs> yes, so it's it's this month. So everybody keep your eyes open. Here's Amy's pile of stories. There's supposedly a trend of fashion influencers putting painter's tape on the bottom of their expensive new shoes so that they can wear them and then return them without looking like they're used. Oh, okay. And so as it's going around on It's wearing TikTok, the tag on your shirt and not sure. getting it dirty so you can turn it back in. Right, so even non-influencers are getting in on this. Here's uh, a clip from TikTok explaining it. You want to grab a pair of shoes from your favorite store. You will need something called painter's tape. You can get this at any hardware store or online. Next thing you want to do is take the shoes and cover the entire bottom surface with the tape. After you're done, remove the painter's tape off the shoe and boom, fresh like they just came out the stove. Wrap them back in a box and baby, take them back to the stove. (laughs) Let me explain (laughs) something. I do not condone this. Me either, and this is not done. Done it. This is not with painter's tape. No, I just wore the shoes and took them back. Right. Wait, like with... He, yeah, you with, talked about that. You went to like a, a an event. A wedding. I went to a wedding. Mm-hmm. My friend Andrea was getting married to Earl and I went to the <laughs> wedding, danced the night away, cleaned off those bottoms, took them back. Mm-hmm. So here's what I want to say. If you're buying expensive shoes to flex... You're going to lose any flexing power that you have when people see the bottom of them is blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good point. So why do... So don't do anything shady. Just either buy the shoes or... Wear different shoes. 
Because anything, you're like, oh, I want to really show off. I got these shoes. I'm going to take them back, though. Well, the, anything you're trying to gain from that is going to be lost as soon as they see the tape on the bottom. And also, it's just not cool. People, people their jobs, they make shoes. <sighs> Go ahead. Have you canceled? Not about Stupid. that. I but hate it. <laughs> have you canceled anything recently? Like streaming wise? Because I have the number one most canceled. No, but you know my favorite thing right to do now. is unsubscribe from a stupid mailing list. Like what, every time that I I get like junk mail and I unsubscribe, and Angel gets his wings for sure. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I love unsubscribing to stuff. It's my favorite thing to do. And that links on the very very, very bottom, bottom. I mean, like tiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, I haven't canceled a streaming service, but I've unsubscribed to a bunch of crap. Well, at one point in time, Netflix was the most popular, and everybody wanted it. But it is now the most frequently canceled streaming service. Of them all. It goes Netflix, then Hulu, then Amazon Prime, and that's the order they're getting rid of stuff. I think that's an unfair survey because the most canceled are also going to be by far the most popular. Just a numbers game. If there's 10 million people going in, there's 7,000 people coming out just because there's 10 million people going in. So, yes, the most – it'd be like people are throwing up more eating Snickers bars than they are eating some random – local candy bar in a region. Well, why? Because there's people eating Snickers all over the country. That makes sense. Which one are you using the most? Snickers. I love them. No. <laughs> no streaming, streaming service. service. I like a, I like HBO Max, Max, but probably probably Netflix just because generically it has generally better stuff, but the best stuff isn't on Netflix. Netflix has more good stuff, but not the best stuff. So, but Netflix, though, more than anything. Yeah, probably. I will say you've had some strong show recommendations lately. There's just so many good shows yeah. now, and nobody's all watching the same show anymore. So, we're we're watching season two of Winning Time right now about the Lakers. It's so it's so good. That's on Max. It's on Max. Yeah. All right. What else? Well, speaking of sports, fantasy football has started. I guess mm-hmm. you know week y'all, one was y'all are on a team. Yeah. Do you need advice? We're not on a team. We have. I own a team. I'm a general <laughs> manager. I own. Right, but you have your players. Don't you dare talk down to me and my team. The Hobby Lobby Bobbies, we mean business. Have you ever won your... Yes, I am I finish first or second every year. He's won. Okay, well, for anybody that is new to fantasy football, Kane Brown has advice for you. If I was playing fantasy for the first time, I would definitely look at uh, the projected points because they're not going to steer you wrong. And I would also, if you're going to get a star that gets hurt a lot, I would make sure you have their backup. That second point... I can agree with. But also, if you don't play a lot, I would just grab the points too and look at them. But yeah, Kane's a good, Kane's a good fantasy player. We talk a lot about fantasy. They do a big draft. I, he invited me to it, but I was gone. But like, they would run out the football stadium. Really? That, where the NFL team play. It's a crazy. Wow. Yeah. All right, is that it? I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So a Texas nine-year-old was traveling home from Japan with her family and her American girl doll, Beatrice, was stuck in Japan. She left it at the airport there. They got all the way home and they're like, well, we're probably never going to find it. Well, her dad, Rudy, he said, well, I'm going to put some calls in, see what happened, put some notes out there. Well, the pilot uh, at American Airlines found out about it and he flies to Tokyo often for work. Yeah, yeah. He does lots of flights back and forth. So he called the airport in Japan, talked to a few different people. They located the doll. And then on his next trip over there, he got the doll. That's crazy. That's cool. Flew it from Tokyo. And on his next trip back to Texas. Look, dad, just buy her a new one. Looks exactly the same. Right. Mm-hmm. But yes, I feel you. That's a really cool thing. <laughs> but that's, that's, it's a Dallas-Fort Worth-based pilot for American Airlines named James Danon. 
Good and job, James. He's the one that saw a post that went up about the doll, and he took action, and he sort of did flat Stanley situation with it where he photographed his journey with mm. the doll on the way home. That's cool. I have fat Stanley. Your dog, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I go, places about with, that? I, I go places with fat Stanley and take pictures. <laughs> But flat Stanley is sent around by many folks. Hilarious. It's, it, it's, it's a lot of effort they went through to get that doll back to that girl. That's really cool. Because they definitely did not have to do that. But also, if you could find the, the same one, which is hard, you just give it to her and be like, we found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but this is way cooler. That's what I would yeah, do. It is a cool story. That's it. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here's a voicemail from last night. Hey, Bobby Bones. Here's a, a morning corny for Amy. What's the last thing to die in your body? Your eyes because they dilate. <laughs> nice. Like Very it. funny. Dilate. Dilate, mm-hmm. yeah. Here's another voicemail. Hey, did you know that September 8th is National 401k Day? No better day to contribute to your 401k for the first time, fellas? Last week was 401k Day, and you guys. Did you save any? No. No, I don't even understand. They have a day is, for 401k day? Is like, is well, they have a national day for everything. Is it be. too late, though? Well, no. That's, last week was just a date for it. Yeah, we missed that. Oh, do you get no, 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 no. Money you don't have to wait until next year. It? You can actually just... It's about just learning about it. Oh. You guys always talk about retiring, yet you do nothing. It doesn't no, matter. No, no. I've, I've listened about it. You guys have taught me about it. Okay. That I had to put some money from my paycheck, which makes me a little skeptical. <laughs> But the longer but you wait, the less yes. you have. And they don't tax that money. It's pulled out before taxes hit it, which is a, you want an that. advantage. Mm-hmm. So when do I have to pay taxes on it? You don't. You don't. Never? So why I mean, wouldn't I put my whole you, paycheck you take it out early? You There's put, a penalty if well, you take you it out early. It doesn't, I'm not doing money talk because I don't know. We, we've already gone over all this, by the way. No, it's mentioned mm-hmm. frequently. Let's get to Amy now in the morning corny. Here we go. The morning corny. What do you call a wizard who's good with ceramics? What? Harry Pottery. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Good, Amy. Uh, that was the morning corny. That one will be told by our listeners. <laughs> That's a good one. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is one of those things where The Rock pulls up beside a tour bus. And they all freak out and they're like, the rock. wouldn't it be so cool if like you're in a tour bus in LA or New York and somebody super famous drives up beside you in their car and it's like, what's up? Yeah. Like, that'd be awesome. Lunchbox gets so annoyed by people that do this, mostly because when he tried this, it didn't work out for him. Fell flat. They didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm going to play The Rock first. He surprised a busload of LA tourists. How are you guys doing? Here you go. How you guys doing? You're awesome, man. Hey, have you go to my house yet? Okay, good. Keep it that way. Uh-huh. Funny. That'd have been cool if Rock pulls up. <laughs> and he's like bumping, at, like jamming yeah. his music. That's his, right? That'd have been cool. Do you think he chased the bus down? Or For do you- sure. There we go. No, he, I know, think he, he knows their tour schedule and he happens. knows their, oh, their I don't know schedule. that he knows their schedule. Oh, come on. <laughs> so here's the time Lunchbox tried it because he got extremely jealous that The Rock had pulled up to a tour bus. This is Lunchbox walking. You're on foot, though, when you go up to the tour bus, right? Yeah. Yeah, here you go. Hey, y'all know where I can find Lunchbox? Hey, you guys know where I can find Lunchbox? Don't worry, I'll wait. You can take pictures. Yeah, if you can just show me where Lunchbox is, it's me. Good to see you guys. (laughs) So awkward. And you're like, is he by himself? No, he's not. There are people there. They just don't know what he's talking about. (laughs) They think he's in a restaurant. Like a Lunchbox. Some people weren't even making eye contact with him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just ignore the dude. I know. It's like when you walk out of Walgreens and the people from Heifer International are out there and you're like, oh, God, like I like the guy I don't want to. Uh, That's funny. Uh, uh, here's a voicemail that we got. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but this is about the diamond mine in Arkansas. Oh, my God. I just saw on the news where a woman found a three carat diamond at the place that Lunchbox went to in Arkansas. Let the rant begin. Have a great week. These listeners called in, too. It's a, they're on their way there. And Lunchbox said, don't go. And then we said, no, go. And not only that, this young, young kid found a two-carat diamond. Amazing. Just chilling. And it looks like a diamond. Some of them just look like rocks. This looks like a diamond. You never saw anything, though. Never saw anything, man. I got so many rocks and pebbles thinking, oh, that's it, that's it. And they're like, graphite, rock, poop. Oh, you get poop. You picked up poop. Yeah, I mean, everything. I'm like, I sifted it through and it just disintegrated. I'm like, guess that wasn't a diamond. Here's Deidre in Delaware. I'm excited. I just got tickets to see you this weekend in D.C. However, I didn't see anything about purchasing meet and greet tickets. 
Are you going to be having that in D.C.? I really hope so. If not, you might see me coming down the aisle for you. Don't be afraid. I'm not a crazy stalker fan. Just excited to see my best friend. See you Saturday. See you Saturday. This station has some, they give away. That's how you get them. Oh, okay. WMZQR station up there. So be listening to the station and they can get you there. Uh, love to see you on Saturday. Get tickets at bobbybones.com. I right, appreciate you guys being here. About half of the men are uncomfortable putting sunscreen on another man's back. Mm. They asked a bunch of dudes. And they did an uncomfortable things poll. And about half of the men, period, said they are not comfortable putting that on another man. So what about y'all? Are you? You okay? I don't really like lotions on anybody. I'm not a lotioner what at do all. You mean? What do you mean? Like you wouldn't put you don't you don't like putting lotion on Caitlin's back? Do I like it? No. Oh wow. I don't like lotion. I just don't like lotion on my hands. I don't like that. I don't like that. The oh. feeling. I don't do lotion. I don't. But I will. And she'll be like, "Hey, can you help me?" Yes, but I just don't love it. But I don't think I wouldn't. Like if Eddie was like, "Put," I would do it. But I would, what? I would never ask that for sunscreen. No, no. I got. I got it. I'll do it myself. Well, how can you put it on your back? I squeeze it. Just squeeze it right over my the just let it drip. My shoulder. Well, why blades. is it a big deal? It's I don't not want like, you. Nah, it's, it's a weird feeling. Like I don't want you rubbing my back. I'm with you. Eddie. I'll do if it's a spray. I don't mind spraying That's your fine. back, but I ain't rubbing. I'm not doing. Will you get a massage from a guy? No, 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 no chance. No, I'm good. Well, okay, what if you're injured and the physical therapist is a dude? That's different. And it's your upper thigh. That's different. Yeah, if I'm injured, so it's I just strong hands. Yeah, sure. Sunblock, like, I'm not, I'm good. I'm good with the sunblock. Okay, about half a minute. You'd want me to rub sunblock on your back? It's not that I would want it. Like, if I get to request anybody in the whole world, it's not going to be you at the top of my list. (laughs) But I wouldn't care. I'd be like, Eddie, would you mind putting this on me? I wouldn't care about that. that that Right, right. It's like when Ray was like, can dudes FaceTime other dudes? That was dumb. No, but it's not dumb. It's I feel like this thing. is kind of that, too. Well, how does Ray feel about sun? Ray, sun, sun's on a guy. I'll do it, but they're all sprays now. So. Not all. Not all. There's some creamy. Let's ones. say you only have lotion available. And it's and it's lunchbox. And he's like, will you put this on my middle middle to lower back? Yeah. Would you do it? Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Or I agree with Ray. No issue at all whatsoever. Well, you'd have to because I can't touch my back, so I can't do it. <laughs> he just has a big burn on his back. <laughs> That's true. So, Lunchbox did go out and do a little more SPF, though, because the Sunburn Protection Foundation is back. But this time, there's a twist, right? Yeah. Instead of me offering them sunscreen, I asked them to rub sunscreen on my back. Okay. Random strangers. Oh, man. And on where the were, beach. Where were you? I was in California. And so, you just walked out to the beach? Walked out to the beach, walk up and down the beach and say, find some lucky people and say, hey, you know what I mean? I'm here by myself. But can you? I think my back's getting a little red. I'm by myself, so I didn't know if you could rub any on my back, or is that a little weird? A little. A little weird, but not a, like not not too weird where you won't do it, right? I'm not gonna do it. Like in a, a protection way. I understand. <laughs> I haven't put it. I haven't had him put it on my back. Though. Oh, I'll put it on your back if you put it on mine. Okay. Thank you. You have a good day. Oh man. All right, man. Well, thanks. Enjoy the beach. Hey, but if I get sunburned, I'm gonna think. Me. I'm gonna think about you later. <laughs> I don't want to think of a man. That's you? a little more weird. What's that? That's yeah, that, that was a little more weird. That would be a little more weird. So, so that's don't, all. Don't think about me later. Yeah, okay. So no, no, no shot. I'm good one, man. All right. That guy's in the half that thinks it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the stranger part of it too makes it a little weird too. Like some random person, guy or girl. And then also, it's like I feel like you want to beat him up. Oh, he did. He was a short. I mean, he was filled, dude. Like kind of. Oh, did he kind of get up on you? Uh, he was kind of like, like, starting to flex his muscles, like, get on out. Yeah, he's like, have a good day. Yeah, have, have a good day. day. Don't think about me later. You ain't that guy. <laughs> Don't think about me guy. later. All right, next one. 
You got the dog. If you need me to rub sunscreen on your back, I'm by myself. You can rub some sunscreen on my back. No, I'm leaving you a little bit here. Okay. I mean, I just, I didn't want you to get too red, you know. I, I, I had to put my shirt back on because I didn't have anybody to rub sunscreen on me, but. Yeah, I got it. I mean, I could, oh, oh, sorry, dog. I mean, if I could hold the dog with the leash, you could rub it on my back and then, yeah. you know, you could hold the dog and I could rub it on your back if you need me to. Yeah, I'm okay. You sure? I appreciate it. All right. You have a good day. All right. Thank you, man. You sure you can't help? No, I'm good. All right. That fourth you sure makes me cringe a little bit. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yeah. Like, what if they change their mind? Like, what if they, like, something there is like, oh, yeah, you know what, I'll do it now. And, and right. why is Lunchbox trying to do the, like, I rub your bag, you rub mine? I think he's just trying to do a, a social experiment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm trying to make him think it's not just all about me. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, be yeah, selfish. Yeah. I'm a selfish lover, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, here you go. Excuse me, could you do me a solid? I'm by myself. If I took my shirt off, could you rub some sunscreen on my back? Like, not, not in a weird way, not in a weird way, you know what I'm saying? Like... Like, it's so awkward to ask, you know what I mean? But I'm like, I'm, I had to put my shirt back on because that sun is roasting me, you know what I mean? I spray sunscreen if you want to grab Oh, it. I don't mind you rubbing it. Like, it, like I mean, if you want to rub some of mine on, you know, like, uh, I, 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 your hands look nice enough. Like, uh, not, not like in a creepy way, you know what I mean? Like, oh, thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, right there is good. Yeah, sorry if it's a little sweaty. Oh, yeah. And there's some moles. I apologize about the moles. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying, but I'm, I mean, I don't want to get roasted. Thank you so much. You are here. Hey, your hands are great. Oh, you, stop you saying that. Like, have a sunscreen business where you just rub it on people. I think you would make a lot of money. Thank you. Not in a creepy way. Thank you. I think general rule of life, if you ever have to say not in a creepy way more than once, it's creepy. Right. No, I think that makes you feel more comfortable when you keep saying, hey, it's not creepy. It's not creepy. Your hands are so pretty. And he apologized about the, the moles? He, he apologized, yeah. yeah. No, I think I apologized. <laughs> also, the only one who did it was a woman. Yeah. If you notice, the guys didn't want anything to do with it. There you go. She had a girlfriend you. with her, so I think she felt comfortable. Oh. Uh, like, it, well, she wasn't by herself. Oh, Wait, yeah. she had a girlfriend like her, like she was a no, partner like a or just a friend? No, like two girls. Got it. Dudes won't do it. Dudes didn't want anything to do with that. Uh, girls. Huh? There were some other guy ones, too. 45% of men are uncomfortable saying, I love you to another guy. Nah. I like that one. I mean, it's a little weird. I, I, my brother and I, like, I don't ever say it to him. But you kiss but I, your dad on the lips. Yeah, like, but, I, but I say it to my physical. I say it to my sister. Like, I'll say I love you when I talk to her, but I don't say it to my brother. You got to follow up with a man. Man, yeah, yeah. Or dude. Yeah. I love you, dude. Hey, love you, man. Love you, man. Yeah. Okay, love, love that ya. makes it easier, maybe. Love but if ya. it's like, I hey, even do love you. Love you, man. If it's like, Bobby, I love you. Hey, man, I love you. <laughs> hey, not in a creepy way. Your hands are pretty. <laughs> Seventeen uh, percent of men are uncomfortable hugging a male friend. Nah, nah, no issue there. No. There was another one. Eight percent of men are uncomfortable sharing a bed just to sleep. I've done that with Eddie. No problem. I'll do it again. I'll do it right now. Dare me? <laughs> I don't. You don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to dare you. It's weird. And four percent of men are uncomfortable going to a restaurant with a male friend, just like two dudes. What? That's so weird. These these are guys who just. I don't know if it's that they're not secure or. They've been taught like some conditioned wild mm -hmm. masculinity rules that just aren't true. There's just inaccurate. But there you go. Lunchbox, thank you for your sunblock. You're welcome, man. We spin the wheel. Whoever lands on has to lather him up. Oh. Full body? Oh, no. No, no let's not do that. Oh, no full nah, body? That's not, that's not good for the listeners. Somebody tried to pull a prank on somebody on this show, and it, it, it the person who was almost a victim of it is a little upset, so we'll talk about that later. Because it could have been real bad. We love pranks. 99% of the time, it's awesome. Every once in a while, you miss. This was a miss. 
Who knows about it? Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Never mind. I'll come back to it in a minute. Good? <laughs> I know I don't want to ruin it because I don't want anybody to get upset until we get to the segment. Um, let's do the news first. Bobby's Big Stories. A deer hunter is savaged by a grizzly bear after running into the bear on a trail in Montana. Officials close off part of the Custer Gallatin National Forest now. I get tore him up. Savage? Yeah, well, a hunter in southwestern Missouri or Montana was mauled by a grizzly bear. There was a 911 call from a hunting party where an individual had been attacked by a bear while tracking a deer. The caller explained the hunter needed immediate medical treatment. Emergency crews were quick to respond to the scene. They used a helicopter. The attack happened south of Big Sky, which is a popular resort about 55 miles north of Yellowstone. In a press release issued on Friday, they wrote, This time of year is when bears are active for longer periods as they consume more food in preparation for hibernation. From the Daily Mail. It says mauled, but it doesn't say killed. So he may have just been hurt real bad. Yeah, I think hurt real bad. I don't think he died. But you may run in from a bear if the bear wants to get to you. Because they are, even though they're huge, they're super fast. Their strides are like, whoa, whoa. And they climb trees and stuff. Yeah, it's hard Question to Question, though. If they're hunting, why didn't they hunt it? Like, why didn't they bop, 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 bop at it? A uh, bear could have been too close, could have missed, um, could have shot it, and it's a big bear. Sometimes you shoot a deer and it keeps running. Maybe you're out of bullets. There's a lot of things. That could, maybe didn't see it. I, just, I don't know. Maybe he was hunting by bear hand. Excuse me, bear, bear hand hunting? I don't understand <laughs> Do you, the joke. Bear hand with a deer. A bear, ever... bear hand. No. Hunt bear hand deer? No. Are you doing cornies like, right now? Are you was, testing us <laughs> for morning cornies? I think he was trying to tackle bear, the deer. No, bear, bear hand. It has nothing to do with the bear. Okay. Just like hunting. Never mind. Okay. Like a net. <laughs> you think he's out trying to wrestle animals in the woods? What on earth? All right, moving on with the news. A 32-year-old man of Pennsylvania earned a new Guinness World Record by going to the movie 777 times in one year. Mike D. Mike could beat this. No problem. But I don't think so. He's got too much work to do. And if you're going 777, <laughs> what, Mike? Well, yeah, if you're going 777, think about this. 365, right? So that's one time every day for a year. Now double that. And you still got you to go to two movies a day while doing this show. He's got movie Mike's movie podcast. Yeah, he can't He's got the Bobby cast. There's no way. This guy goes to movies basically twice a day. Does, can you even have a job? So he really just stays there probably. He does the double feature where he pays for one and then goes into the other theater. Has to. There's no way you leave and come back. The old record was 715. Oh. What if you're dating and you meet this guy? It's like, oh, yeah, I actually set the record for most of it. Hmm. Is that a deal breaker? <laughs> I mean, he's passionate about something. Mm-hmm. He's dedicated. That's he's cool. motivated. He's over two movies a day. And that's the not theater. cheap. Oh, yeah, he's committed. He's At least you, 16 you know to 17 movies a week. Are there even that many movies? Oh, I bet you see some bad But how movies. do you go to the movies that many times? There's not that many movies out. Hey, Mike D from Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. There aren't that many movies out, is there? If you start watching foreign films, oh god, you can expand. It would be nap time. I would just go and take naps then for certain movies. It would be really tough. All right, thank you. In a hilarious new video, a police officer rides a child's tiny bike to catch a burglary suspect. <laughs> so, you know in the movies, whenever they... Will Smith says, I need your car, and p- p- pushes the person out of the car, and then yeah. takes the car and chases <laughs> him down. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is basically that, but on a tiny bike. Officers were searching for a man in the White Lion Walk area town Friday night. And a quick-thinking cop spotted a boy on a bike and said, Hey, can I borrow that bike real quick? I was like, yeah, sure. He said, I'll bring it back to you, I promise. So he said, okay. And the guy, you see him pedaling down the street. <laughs> There's no that way that's so faster funny. than running. Is that right. fast? Like, Because it's so hard like to ride slow. a little bike. <laughs> it wasn't a tiny, like, unicycle, but it was just a, a, oh. like a, okay. a young teen bike. Oh, okay. I was picturing like me too a, a tiny, bike. tiny bike. 
Scientists still stumped by a golden orb found on Alaska's ocean floor. Researchers are still trying to identify a strange golden flesh-like object found at the bottom of the sea. The orb-shaped object was found two miles under the water on the ocean floor off the Pacific coast of Alaska. It appears smooth around and with a hole in its center. Researchers said the objects feel like skin tissue. They're doing DNA analysis to learn more, but they don't know what it is. Here we go. Wow. What's up? Here we go. I'm, I'm reading a news story. Go right? ahead. Go ahead. Dude, it, I'm looking at it. Oh, that's for sure aliens. <laughs> <laughs> or at least it. like a... <laughs> Like a, a, a place where an alien used to like hang out or something. It can't be a fish. It's not a fish. It's okay. like hard. And inside of it, it's like gooey, but but it's gone. I don't know. Okay. I think an alien used to live in there. <laughs> That's what I think. Uh, let's see. This guy eats nothing but raw meat. Says he never felt better. A guy has gained notoriety for eating raw steak for a hundred days in a row. Golly. Says he feels perfect. Never felt better. Though Polly Longs claims he's had great energy and great digestion, there's some people at UCLA Health saying, hey, I probably wouldn't do this because you can get E. coli. A lot of diseases in raw meat. But that's what it is. He goes by the name Testicle King. Why? What? He's gained attention for eating raw steaks for 100 days in a row. He started developing... I should do this. Why do I know that name? Stem- Testicle King? I call myself that. <laughs> it's my wrestling name. <laughs> that's right. it. That's yeah, it. for three years. <laughs> Here he is, the <laughs> Testicle King! But he eats raw meat. He's had no complications. It looks disgusting when he eats it. Blood everywhere. It's not. He's it's not, not blood. Like, and he's no not blood. like eating it while it's alive. Oh, but it's just raw. But like a raw cut. steak has blood. Yeah, it doesn't like, blood everywhere. Steak tartar doesn't have blood. And tartar means uncooked. Okay, thank you. Yeah, there you go. The clothes you wear matter for your self esteem. You feel better in clothes that you like. And so if you feel better, you feel more confident. Science backs that up. To get in a better mood, choose bright colors, your favorite fabrics or prints, or a brand that you feel good about. That's from Psychology Institute. I love black. What? The color black. Like, well, where are we that, at here? Black makes me happy. Really? Yeah, you said choose something colorful, but I feel mm. like I love a good black outfit. The most polarizing color is pink, which I'm wearing today. <laughs> yeah. You know why you know why I wear pink so much now? Why? It triggers people. I love it. Oh. There's no other reason. I lo- I've always loved pink. And pink used to be an extremely masculine. Yes. Back in, you know, 300 years ago, pink was like black or dark blue. I, I still, I even think it was in like the 1940s. Really? Yeah, I have no idea about that. We didn't have, I, TVs I were, were black and white. It. I can tell people were. Right. Right. <laughs> but anytime I wear pink, people get so triggered. So it's like, I've just been buying pink stuff and for no reason. Maybe it's Barbie. Oh, she messed it up for everyone? Not for me. I wear it all the time now. I'm as pink You're as can inspired. be. In the 1920s, some groups... Described pink as masculine, which was considered only for men, and lighter pink for boys. Yep. Didn't know that. But it's not the 20s anymore. Yeah, yeah, we're past that. Do your parents help babysit frequently? No. I wish. Yeah, I wish too. Experts say grandparents are the ace in the hole because of how much money you'll save and how beneficial a built-in support system is. I guess you guys don't live in the same place. That's the only problem. problem. They would. An analysis of thousands of families found that mothers who have childcare help from their grandmothers have a much easier time and significantly less stress and their children are more well adjusted too. From The Secrets of Happy Families by Bruce Feller. Eddie, yours coming to town about how often? Mm, three times a year, four times a year. Lunchbox you? Once a year. If that. What about her? Uh, hers will come more like three Ten. times a year. Will you ever pawn the kids off on them and you guys go do something? Like for a couple days? Yeah, like we're going to Vegas for iHeart. Her parents are coming. Take the kids, we're out. When you go to That's Vegas awesome. for iHeartRadio Music Festival, is that like a vacation to you? 
Well, I mean, yeah, just because there's no kids going, Dad, look, watch this. Dad, do this. Dad, watch this. Dad. Yeah, yeah but you're not really working. Uh, I'm working. No, you just take your camera and backstage and... No, I, I'm wondering, do you approach it like a vacation? Yeah. I approach it as a vacation. Like, oh, I'm getting away. I'm not in my city. I can have some fun. Are you going to gamble? Yeah. That's why I don't have a car right now. Right. I just want to make sure we're still on that same page. <laughs> and I've come up with a new idea on What do you how- mean? Tell our listeners why you don't have a car right now. Uh, because the 05 Altima, like, well, it'll start every once in a while, but it's not, and it, it does that when I start it. And well, so why I, not take some money and put it on well, down I payment? Took, I took it to a shop. They couldn't fix it. They couldn't figure out the problem. And a down payment, that would mean I wouldn't be able to gamble when I go to Vegas. Right. There we go. So I need down payment money for Vegas. So but what if you lose that money in Vegas? Then it'll be bike for a little bit longer. So then you'll rebuild up a down I'll payment? Have to, yes. I'll have to build it back up. Okay. But I have a new idea. I thought about it as I was riding my bike to work today. How I'm gonna I'm gonna get a new car? Okay. When I go to Vegas, I'm only gonna play the slot machines that are giving away the new car. Oh yeah. But if you can win more. Here's my, my logic. They do have those. Though. They I know, do. They have it, the but Corvettes. Could be complete, completely bad logic here, but if you win money that's still equal to what that car is, it's still the same thing as a car. Yeah, right. but the car is already there. It's packaged. Yeah, but you're gonna get taxed for that the same way you would. It doesn't matter. Money's. Good right, for you right, guys. No, no, you know, no, I like no, no. it. Hold on. I mean, I'm going to play blackjack and craps, but I'm saying if I play a slot machine, it's only the one with the car on top of it. No, no, I hear you, but still, if you played any slot machine and you want a bunch of money, you can just use that to buy a car. Right. Oh. And then you may even have cash left over. But then you'd have to go to the car dealership, buy a car. Yeah, this, you get a this test one, drive. They drive it in, you get right in at slot machine? Yeah. No, I, I drive it right in. off the slots. Yeah. Oh, oh, you just hit the gas. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and then you drive out of the front door. All right, that's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's big stories. <laughs> he climbs the slot machine and <laughs> jumps in go. the car. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Eddie, go ahead. Yeah, in my Jeep, somebody left an underwear in there. An underwear? So I, I don't know, I have it right here, look. Like, Dude or women's? I can't really tell. Like it, it's like a cloth. It's so like you think underwear. someone put underwear in your Jeep? Look, what? here it is, guys, and this is not funny. That, it is not speedo? funny. Speedo. Hold that up. What does that say? It's on like there? a speedo, exactly. What? That's not from a woman. Like what would be I wrong with that? I don't even that? know how to wear this thing. So here, bones. I don't. Uh, the reason that you don't want it in is because it could be misconstrued as somebody else's underwear. If in your my truck. wife found that in my car, like. That's that's trouble. She's going to be like, whose is this? Why were they in your car? What do you think the prank was? Somebody had underwear in their car. And I'm thinking, Lunchbox, because he rides a bike. That looks like a biker Speedo. Do you wear a Speedo to work when you bike? No, I wear my shorts. Oh. But what's under the shorts? Cotton underwear? No. I don't want to see. No, 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 no. <laughs> Why is he getting up? <laughs> I don't want to see. Uh, oh, yeah. Got much. it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. So what do you think those are? Amy, pick them up. I, I didn't even see them. Let me see them. I wouldn't pick them up. I'm not touching them. Wait, I touched them. It's yeah, fine. They've been in your Jeep. Where? How, how'd they get in your Jeep? I don't know. They were just in my back seat. Like, so I have my Jeep open. Is there any chance people are like hooking up in your Jeep? And these then... are these do not belong to a woman, I'm telling you. <laughs> but then why would there be a Speedo in his Jeep? Yo, that looks like a face. What does it that's say a, on that's their That's a hedge. Man, that's not underwear. Where does... Tell me where the two Okay, put it on your go. head then. Put it on your head then. It's not underwear. Are you sure? It's like a doll, doll outfit. Look, that looks like underwear right there, Amy. This is like goes on a head. Okay, put, put that on your head then. You know what that is? Yep. What? That's for his son uh, for... Um, football, football under his helmet? Yes, that's exactly oh, what that is. Oh, that's what that is. It is? Yes. It's that's a, what that is. Eddie. I mean, Eddie is such an idiot. Got it. Clickbait Eddie. Got it. It yeah. is. No, it does. It's not. Yes. It, huh? I, that, he said clickbait Eddie. Like, I didn't. That like, is when, when a player is cold, they wear it on their head oh and there's a face hole in it. It even says on here, K1 speed racing. Like you wear it under even like a helmet. A, a, a Eddie racing was telling helmet. me there, it. there was a joke and someone put women's underwear in his Jeep. Stop. Got it. Bones, if you found that in your car, you wouldn't think that's... I think there's, I, not, there's only one hole. So guys, I, I didn't inspect it. I didn't touch the underwear and look at every hole. Clickbait Eddie. No, dude, I really thought that was underwear. You, I told you about my one friend that was working on a set with Gwen Stefani, and they played a prank, uh, and Blake Shelton, and they played a prank on him, and they put a pair of Gwen's, like, lacy, whatever, I don't know, in, in his coat pocket. Yeah, that's not cool. And he, and he went all the way back home to Colorado, or wherever they were, he went back to his house in Colorado, and his wife, and he was like, I swear to you, I do not know whose these are. And then, and then eventually... It was funny that it was... Eventually it was funny. Yeah, eventually things being funny aren't usually funny. 
I was doing a podcast in my house once and we have a couple friends named Carla Marie and Anthony who live in Seattle and they were down, interviewed them. And I guess Carla Marie had in her podcast studio, she, I think they were going to work out or something, but she'd left a shirt behind. And it was like a, a team self-reporting. So I find the shirt, like a leopard shirt and it's over in the guest this. house. And I run over to the house to my wife, like, I don't know who this is, but I found it outside. I don't know who this is, I promise. I don't know. She's like, what are you talking about? This leopard shirt, this is my house. I don't know who this is. She's like, it's okay. I was like, I don't know, but I don't know what But yeah, same thing. I didn't. It's scary, man. But Eddie, it, all it took was just a little bit of evaluation. Just hold like, it up. Just Dude, like as soon as I it. saw that in my backseat, I'm like, that's trouble. Okay. Get it out of here. All right. Okay. Um, that's almost punishment. What do you mean? Yes. It's How is that almost, punishment? It's almost punishment. I'm like, part of me was like, was he this desperate? Yeah, for a segment yeah, on the air. Prep. I mean, yes. look, you see your kid wear that at football practice. I've never seen my kid wear that in practice. That's not even his. Well, then maybe it's his friends or something. There was like, no other kid in my car. Like, I asked my wife. I'm like, okay. I did the same thing. You're going to keep fighting this? No, I'm telling you. you want to die on right here? Oh, There's boy. not even two leg holes for right. underwear. No, it's like for... Eddie's fighting for it during the song there. I'm telling you, man. He's like, I promise I thought it was underwear. You would have freaked out, too. I would have probably looked at it. <laughs> now that I look at it more, too, this doesn't even look like women's underwear. Look, I know. <laughs> no, not at all. There's a new Bobby cast up today with George Burge. He has this song, Mind on You. I got my mind It is, I think, at 18 this week, just flying up the chart. And he talked about how he learned to be a better live performer after he toured with Toby Keith. Toby, when he walks out on stage, if he stomps his boot once, 30,000 people are going to scream at the top of their lungs. I haven't earned that right yet. So how do I go out there and set them on fire? You figure out how to put on a show because this is not standing behind a microphone for an hour and a half in a bar anymore. And that was a major wake-up call for me that you learned in a pretty terrifying way. Talked about failed record deals. He was in a duo, a failed duo, was just going to be a writer, and then how that kind of led him back to where he is today. And he, you know, with those failed record deals, he talks about now why it's so hard to embrace success with this song because of what's happened over and over again. I have such a hard time letting myself believe that this is going to happen all the way because I have so much scar tissue of it not happening or so much scar tissue of like not being able to break through that now that it is and I'm starting to see like lights at the end of the tunnel and things working like I have the hardest time letting myself believe like, hey, this is the one this is going to happen. Like just keep your head down, keep at it and enjoy it because it's never happened for me before. So check it out. George Burge on the Bobbycast. Also my guest this week, Amy's ex-husband. Really? What? He's doing all our podcasts now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. After the success on Amy's Four Things, he's doing all our shows. Yeah. Funny, haha. That's good. Yeah, that is good. It's funny. Is no, it... I was good. Like, I'm glad he did your episode. I'm giving you a promo here. Oh, thank you, thank you. But then I'm like, is... I would be like, is he really? Oh no, I'm only loyal to you and you only. Okay. You oh. don't have to pick. No, I am. I pick you. Multiple times. I pick Ray. Doesn't Ray picks Amy's ex-husband? But oh. I pick Amy. Yeah, we'll have him on Sore Losers. All right. <laughs> 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 all right. We'll be back in a second. I was flipping through TikTok and I might have seen this clip that you brought in about the CIA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Do you want to set it up before we play it? Okay, so it's a former CIA agent and he's talking about how the right amount of trauma that you have in your childhood, if it's the right amount, then it'll equate to you being a high achiever. It's crazy. Because it can't be, because sometimes if it's too much, it may hinder that. Here you go. People who experience the right 
amount of childhood trauma. The right amount being enough that you had to prove something. There's a certain amount of trauma that's the right amount of trauma that turns you into this high achiever. You always have to win something because you're trying to win favor, win attention, win rewards, win glory. So you're always achieving, you're always driving yourself towards something, but it's not because you were born with drive. It's because some part of your childhood, those formative years, taught you that by achieving, you will be rewarded. That's crazy. It's me. I sent this to my wife when I saw it. And the interview goes on to go, they specifically look for people for these positions in the CIA that have parent-dad issues. Because if they don't have a dad or they grew up without a dad, they're trying to prove to some form of a father why they really missed out by not being there as a dad. Hmm. And these traits yeah. are what make good CIA agents. So, it's, it's guys, I'm leaving for the CIA yeah. next there week. It'll be awesome. If you were, you wouldn't really tell us. because. Or am I already in? Oh, Ooh, exactly. yeah. So his name is Andrew and his handle is at Everyday Spy. He also had this other video about how like James Bond movies are like a spy is not being chased. If you're good at your job, you're not being chased. And in James Bond, he's always running or racing away from something, <laughs> being shot at. That's a boring movie, though, if he's not. Yeah. If he's hanging out. But he's just saying that, like, if you're actually a good spy, as James Bond is, then you should be totally under the radar and nobody knows where you are. The trauma stuff to me was crazy because, again, if you grow up and you are just great looking and rich and have a pretty relatively easy childhood, why would you be conditioned to work hard or what is it a dream for? You've already got it all. Everything's already given or handed to, to, to you. But it, the opposite, where even if you do start to have success, you don't ever feel like you're successful because you're so wired to feel like you have to prove it to yourself and to others. Yeah, crazy. And so that's what they want in their agents. They go and search for trauma. That's crazy. I'm a gold mine. The right amount of trauma. <laughs> gold I'm a gold mine. No, Stop. it's like you got a screw loose, but it's the right screw. Yeah. For that situation. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ask my wife, sometimes screw is not good for that situation because <laughs> I have... You know, sometimes difficulty with vulnerability in relationships. I'm sure she'd be like, yay, you'd make a good CIA officer. You're yeah. not one, yes, so let's not, work on some of those CIA officer. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Deltona, Florida. A 23-year-old man was so excited about his new Mercedes Benz, he got on social media. Look at my new Benz. I got me a Benz. Yeah. Only problem is it was stolen. Oh. But- and... <laughs> He lives in Deltona, Florida. Is it like Daytona? No, it's D-E-L-T-O-N-A. It's a different place, huh? Yeah. I, I bet people go to the wrong place. Like, hey, come yeah. see me in Deltona. <laughs> yeah, they no, thought it's Sanford, the Berry, Deltona, and then it keeps going to the coast. Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for your atlas there, your map. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You imagine you're trying to get to Daytona? Yeah, no, I can't. I would do that. <laughs> yeah, man, 301 MLK Boulevard, Daytona. I show up to Deltona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so close. That's too close. And also, you steal something, you can't brag about it. Come on. You can't. You just can't. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. So what is this green ring thing you're talking about? Well, I learned about it from Ben because... Your ex? Yeah, who's that? Reverse. Reverse husband? Yeah. You know who Ben is. But our listeners may not if you just throw out the word Ben. I know, but I'll say Ben and then you can say whatever you (laughs) want to say. Got it. Okay. So, you know, he's on my podcast and it came up that uh, his friend told him about this green ring that people wear if they're not on the apps, dating apps, because he's not... And his friend said that the green ring represents like, hey, I'm single and I would like to date. So the more people that have this green ring, 
out there, the more you may be able to connect with someone. But I just don't know that it's caught on yet because it just came out this year. Are there other rings that are like, I'm not single and I want to date? I don't. Or I'm single and I don't want to date? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a slightly different color. Do you get, first of all, people are loving the fact that your reverse husband came on your podcast and you guys talked about co-parenting together. We've been seeing a lot of positivity about yeah. how that was. Yeah. Confession though, the irony behind that is the episode came out what, last Thursday and then like on Friday we had a, you know, we had a rough day. Okay. Rough we, days are I know. Yeah. That's why it's just like, I don't want people to think we have it all figured out because we don't, but we were both like, well, isn't this ironic? Did you use, I'll take the podcast down as a as kind of a weapon? He, well, he'd probably be like, fine. Okay, great. I don't mm. care. So, but a lot of people love that. Four Things with Amy Brown. Check out Amy and Ben. Uh, doing a podcast together. Heck, when she was married, you wouldn't even come on the show. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now it's like Mr. Personality. Look at that. Well, yeah. he's in a different season of life. I know, and, Amy. And I'm giving you a hard time. He's got a green ring. He's trying to live it up. You no, know? no, he didn't get a green ring, <laughs> oh. but he, he, his friend told him about it. He was thinking about it because he's like, what, how do you let people know? Like, hey, I'm available. But- so does that ruin green ring for everybody that's not single then? If you already had one, you can't wear it anymore. It's like your name was Alexa. Then all of a sudden, Amazon name, you're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Retroactively, this sucks. True, yeah. So it doesn't make you jealous at all that he talks about dating or being married again? It's not that you want to be back with him, but I think in, even if you have like an ex, you're like, I just hope they don't. Maybe it's not him dating, but I would be, I hope the next person isn't like as cool or as funny as I am. <laughs> That's well, what I would feel like. Right. I, good question. And I think that because it's been, so we've been working on this for so long and we've had a lot of time for healing. We truly do want the best for each other. So I just want him to find somebody that he's I, I genuinely you. happy I, I agree with. with. And I that. hope she's awesome because Absolutely. I want to be that modern family that, you know, everybody and you have kids hangs together. out. Yes. No, no, but you didn't answer my question. What? I want her to be cool. No, no, no. Is there a little bit of jealousy? No. Really? I want her to be great. She can be way more Oh, yeah, no, I'd want awesome her to be, I'd, I'd want her to have one eye. Yeah. <laughs> one eye? One eye, one well, arm, flying purple people eater ant. Sure. I'm talking about, look. Oh. Yeah. You know? I haven't, I haven't really Yeah, what do you see that. him with her? Then it's yeah. like, ah. That's true. Because they'll be like, you're my cooler mom. Right. You know? That that will hurt Oof. if the kids. But nobody's cooler than you. Okay. I've never met anybody cooler than you. I have. Cooler, funnier, prettier. It's all you. First okay. place in all those. Okay. I'm serious. You're yeah. my Mount Rushmore of all those. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. We, we will, yes. TBD. Uh, hope you have a wonderful day. I'll be in Virginia Beach Friday, Washington, D.C. Saturday, doing my comedically inspirational show. Get tickets at bobbybones.com. We will see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones is on. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.